that if, if I lost control or did not have control, things would just, you know, I would be fatal. <laughs> so yeah. do you, brother, I'm loving, I'm loving the length, I'm loving the color. Thank you, man. You were talking about, you were talking about the time we talked about my hair color. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Man, look, you you blossoming, bro. This is about to listen. I know you know the 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 who, who out here right now. The Aries, the Taurus. You know what I mean? Our season coming. We we, we yeah, gotta, yeah you know. It's Aries season right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Shout, you know, my, my girl birthday is March twenty sixth. You know that, so we just celebrated her joint. Okay, um, man, you know what? I'm glad you said that because like earlier, I was talking with somebody thinking about like you know what? I think I'm gonna talk to my sister about dying it back, dying it back. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting a, 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 so a black like, eye myself, yeah. Before I'm like, I do the tip right now. I ain't got a retwist. And yeah, me neither. You still see me. Look, I got the I got the Lorenzo hair growth right now. And yeah, <laughs> that new growth. That's what it's about, man. Listen, I got like, the Lorenzo new growth right now. The hair right now. I'm looking Afro great. underneath. Afro underneath. Right. Here we got. I've been got in my Yeah, just. Listen, I've been getting my washing together and my moisture control. I've just been trying to get that under control before I, you know what I mean? But okay. I should get that shit because I'm, I'm feeling better, you know what I mean? I'm, you know, so. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Let's do this one time for the one time. Sir. Sure. You hungry and tired? You give me food, let me sleep. I come to you weak. You give me strength, and that's deep. You call me a sheep and lead me to green pastures, only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. You give me the word and only ask that I interpret and give me the eyes that I may recognize a serpent. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie till I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. I come to you because it's you who knows. You showed me that everything was black because my eyes were closed. You gave me the light. And let me bask in your glory. So it was only right that when you ask for this story, I put it together to do our dogs some good. Our dogs being brothers and sisters in the hood. Plenty of times you sent help my way, but I hid. And I remember once you held me close, but I slid. There was something that I just had to see that you wanted me to see so I could be what you wanted me to be. And I think I've seen it, because I don't feel the same. Matter of fact, I know I've seen it. I can feel the change. It's strange, what's got me beating down your door. But I've never known love like this before. It's a wonderful feeling to get away from the pain. And up under the ceiling, I get away from the rain. And the strain that I feel when I'm here is gone. I know real, so I wipe away the tears, son. And I almost lost faith when you took my man, Monty, Paso, and Dre's brother Dan. And I fear that what I'm saying won't be heard until I'm gone. But 
It's all good because I really didn't expect to live long. So if it takes for me to suffer, for my brother to see the light, give me pain till I die. But please, Lord, treat him right. Ah. The butcher coming, nigga. Take this on, Benny. You know, niggas be talking like this shit overnight. I spent about 2,000 nights in the cell, so I'm like, which night y'all niggas talking about? Uh, congratulate me now. All this paper going change me how. Fly nigga, all these diamond chains just weigh me down. A broke nigga, not my lady style. She quit work to fuck me. Count up and try this Mercedes round. Emotions, I master pain with what we smoking. Raw made hustlers on my block stars like Billy Ocean. Dope money, if the alphabet boys know what we grossing. I have a bedroom and Folsom, but I'm all sure toasted. Besides rap, we guys you respect in this business. I left the dope game with stripes, y'all left with opinions. We watched the money clean, the only thing left is forgiveness. But how could I can't shit fix the death of a sibling? Loading up my scraps. The folks have put the wall against my back again. War pain on me like them Africans. They want to know my net worth. They guessing as I'm stacking it. Add a few more zeros or them numbers is inaccurate. Brazil. Hey, yo, million dollar deals at the cocaine spot, nigga. At the cocaine spot, nigga. I pray yeah. every day I'ma hit me a op, nigga. I'ma hit me a op, nigga. Hundred round drops, I like the shit don't stop, nigga. So like the shit don't stop, nigga. Just for my niggas taking showers and flip flops, nigga. Take showers and flip flops, nigga. I'm saying street niggas speaking blasphemy. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, let me let me stop that. It was about to get too serious because with that, I. I know I was fighting earlier, a couple episodes ago, that I was saying that Alfredo was the, the album of the year. <laughs> Me and Lorenzo, we was talking about, we had this debate about Benny and Freddie. But listen, Conway's verse on Warpaint, <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> Conway's verse on Warpaint will make you say, like, yo, that that album of the year. For me, that's verse of the year. Yeah. Yeah, Burton of Proof is Burton of Proof is the modern example. That's how you make a hip hop album. My you, man, you, commercially and you know, because you know we know the lane that Fred play. Fred, Fred getting there. You know what I mean? This big rabbit and all this and gangsta. But that Benny and you know. Oh, he's, the hit, oh, he's taking out of Diddy House now. Fred, Fred, Fred is made. Mm-hmm. Fred, Fred, Fred is there. Fred there. We, I, yeah. I feel like Fred was our Roman Reigns. We ain't never gonna get him back again. Oh, Freddie was our Roman Reigns, dog. That's scorching. What you mean? Well, we I ain't never gonna get Freddie again, man. We, we ain't never gonna get Freddie again, man. This is my favorite cool. Roman, though. This is my favorite Roman. Oh, I love, I love Big Oose. Yeah. Big Oose. Yeah. yeah. But when he, he leaves. When he get up out of here and go to Hollywood, we ain't never gonna see Roman again. Okay, okay, I see why. Okay, okay, we, this yeah, is, let's, let's takes, man. This, I had to get back this to the, the Roman. Back to this is the Roman that got everybody like, oh, for real? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, yeah, that's why I'm saying like, Freddie Gibbs is Roman Reigns right now, yo. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I definitely understand the analogy now. 
Um, oh, shit. <clears throat> I, it's time to do it, man. I ain't done this in a minute. <clears throat> Let's see how we'll see how it sounds. I feel like Ricardo um, Rodriguez before he gets ready to do his uh, introduction for uh, Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> but fuck ADR, just to let y'all know, we we don't rock with that nigga any kind of way. But um, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, he, him, she, her, they, them, y'all. Welcome to another edition, to another episode of the Self-Control Podcast, where the energy never dies and the energy never lies. How'd that come on? Yes, sir. That felt good. Perfect. I'm your boy, Nige, back in the control center with my boy, Lorenzo, in case you ain't know so, a.k.a. Dread Hampton, a.k.a. Dreddy Kravitz, Philly Kravitz. That's another I like that. Philly Kravitz. Philly Kravitz. That's a new one. Philly Kravitz. That's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, thank you. Bro. Thank you. That's oh man. That's my well, summer we, name. We now. already got we already got dread. We got dread Hampton. So I didn't mm-hmm. want to say dread Kravitz. No, we gotta have dread Hampton, aka Philly Kravitz. Control Center. How y'all feeling out there? Thank you, my brother. That Control is that. I'm gonna with that. You you rolling with that one? You rolling with that? I'm I'm a, I'm a roll with that. That's 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 going to stick for a long time. Okay. I appreciate. It. Man, welcome y'all to episode twenty eight, or as we like to call Patrol twenty eight. Um, if y'all have seen, you know, if y'all you know listen to the last episode, y'all saw that we are now changing the way we title the episodes. So this is Patrol twenty. You know, last episode y'all got was Patrol twenty seven. This is Patrol 28, so welcome. Uh, it's been a minute, you know, but listen, man, we got stuff. We 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 here. We got y'all. We already done talked about it before we hit record. We we got y'all. Mm-hmm. We gonna get we gonna get mm-hmm. y'all some nice pretty some nice hot takes and some nice takes and we got y'all. Don't even worry about. It. Don't even trip. We here. We we, we here. Hauling that shit. You know, Conway. You know, Conway and. And machine gun, you know, Conway, Conway and Westside, you know, right here, you know. Yeah. So you know what's funny, man. What's up? I don't know. Is it you know, I know Manny just got over with, but I meant to mention this to you, just you know, pre-production. Just it's just something about Westside Guns music around WrestleMania season. I don't know what it is. Now, Wale, too, because, you know, mixtape about nothing, all of that stuff during the college years, but now that this, this Griselda shit during WrestleMania weekend, it just hit different. I don't know what it is. Listen, man. WrestleMania weekend. WrestleMania weekend, man. Um, Florida was wide open. A lot of stuff happened that weekend, man, like... I gotta like it's so much stuff happened during the weekend or whatever that I, I gotta still catch up on. I gotta catch up on for the culture. I gotta um with uh yo Billy's in um his promo at the end of for the culture when he uh attacked AJ Gray at the end. Uh, I wanna see the the pup collar match at uh Effie's big gay brunch between AJ Gray and uh Billy Dixon. 
Um, the reason why I'm starting off with Billy Dixon is because if y'all listen to a couple episodes back, Billy had a lot of shit to get off his chest. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of shit to say. And a lot of the shit that he had to get off his chest were things that he was talking about, you know, in, in these promos. You know, um, I'm glad we could, I'm glad we gave him the, you know, the, the platform for that. But, yo, man, he's one of the, um, the MVPs of the weekend. I got to see that Leo against um, mm-hmm. Lee. I got to see that. Gotta see that. Um, hold on, what's up? What happened? No, I was saying, hold on, I got wrote you, you went robot mode on me right quick. I can hear you now. Clear now? Yeah, you clear. I was just saying that uh, that Leo, man, I, I, I've been hearing some great things. I got to see it myself. My apologies, though, bro. Yeah, no problem. That, I heard that Leo and Lee match was dope. Um, what, what, it, a lot happened during, in, like, that weekend, man. There's a lot of stuff I got to see, man. So I know I'm going to be hitting a lot of people up. Um, I probably have to hit my boy uh, DeAndre up. For his fight TV account to to get the because I I gotta see that I gotta see some of the matches, man. But um, so we got three new champions. Let's see, we got Sheamus. We have Bianca. Nah, I wasn't even talking about Sheamus. I was talking about uh. Oh, Bianca. us as a people. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go no, ahead, no go but uh, Bianca got it. So, um, Bianca got it. Big Maga Cool got it. And Rhea got it. Yeah. You know, so... I really didn't see Raquel getting it. I didn't think she was going to get it. I thought they was going to wait, like, a little longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I the didn't see Raquel in it either. Yeah, I didn't. I thought, you know, somehow Dakota Kyle was going to get in the mix. I, I thought somebody else other than Raquel was going to get it. But I guess they sold on her, man. Um, mm-hmm. Rhea, that match to me was just like kind of man. I was like, all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. She got a strap. Yeah, the second night wasn't. The second night was good, but it it wasn't what night one was. Listen, second night wasn't that crack that night one was, man. It, it was wasn't not that, that crack. crack. Yeah, you know, like somebody changed the recipe. I don't know. If, I don't know if the stove was hot enough on night two. I don't yeah. know what happened. I don't know if it, it, they used too much baking soda. I too too much too too much soda. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> to my soda, I don't know if it, yeah, like, I don't know if they cut it. It seemed like they they had the perfect key. They had a key, straight up nice bird. Yeah, and then they decided to cut it again. Listen, man, when the pressure is on, 
and them phone calls ain't coming in, and 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 that and that line keep being busy or whatever. Listen, <laughs> too listen. Much. they had night one was blue magic. Yeah, it opened night, up perfectly for me. Night two was Nikki Barnes blue magic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can call it blue dog shit. I don't care what you call it. Just make sure. Oh, God. That shit was WrestleMania. That shit was, uh, what they call it, a new shit? WrestleMania backlash. That's what night one was. Night two of WrestleMania was night uh, one of WrestleMania backlash. Like, it was like, what? what? That could have, that, that was like a whole different pay-per-view. I don't yeah. know what was going on. WrestleMania backlash, bro. Before shadowing. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Um, but you know, Roman saved it. Uh, who else? Uh, yeah. The KO match was cool. Yeah, I always enjoy KO, bro. Um, who else fought that night? Sheamus and Riddle. I thought it was very physical. You know? I enjoyed seeing Riddle get his ass beat by Sheamus. I just enjoyed that. Yeah, that, that was good. That was a roll-up match for me. Though. I wasn't really paying attention to that. Um, the, I, I don't know what the hell they're doing that. to my boy, The Fiend, man. I don't know what they're doing to that boy. Bro, they keep hitting this shit with the remix. There ain't going to be nothing left. This was like, I don't know. We was, I was expecting some, some heat makers. We got some track masters. <laughs> track. <laughs> 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 uh, can't forget about the Nigerian drum match, man. Oh yes, yo! It's a hardcore match, but 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 black. Listen, people was mad at me. I was like, yo, we smoking that Big E pack tonight, man. We smoking that Big E pack. <laughs> <laughs> Put his ass in the Florida, dirt. Man. Put his right. ass. In- <laughs> 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 Listen. My man, listen, my man Apollo came out there like Gucci, dog. Red, <laughs> red, round one versus Gucci, yo, listen, bro. When I just heard that they was calling this joint Nigerian drum mat. Listen, I knew. Listen, I was halfway expecting like some niggas, some black niggas, just from around the way, just beating the drum while these niggas was wrestling. Like the lights was gonna go out. And niggas gonna start beat. That's that's what I expected. Got the fucking Muhammad Ali George Foreman fight, which Great. was Zayn, but still, you heard the drums all throughout the match. But my thing was, listen, everybody was like, Big E going with. I was like, listen, Big E came out. He said he's from Tampa. He came out with in Miami colors, and he Haitian. <laughs> that's a, that's a ball for you, right there. That ball being backed by fellow Nigerian. Wale, Wale backed the wrong. He backed. The, you should have backed your countrymen. He should have backed him. I mean, it's funny. I remember a minute ago when Wale was talking the Uha Nation talk, and at the time Uha had a, a highlight video. I forget what Wale song was over it, but hey, man, at the very least, where was the Wale performance? Yo, the audio guys, the sound guys at WrestleMania need to be fired. I don't know if they found him at a Home Depot. I'm not trying to be, you know, racist or anything. Right. I don't know where they, they found those sound guys at. But I did, I just, listen, what was it, Poppy or whatever her goddamn name? 
the rock girl for yeah. real, you can hear her. Yeah. But you couldn't hear nobody goddamn else. Right. And so you know Poppy, she been getting money with the E. So, you know, they I yeah. guess they had to have shit, you know, speaking Poppy Spanish. For her. I don't know who it was. People were wrong about it was Poppy or not, let us know. But whoever that girl is, she been getting some Probably be getting some money from 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 H two, yo. Yeah. Yo, did you watch Stand and Deliver? I didn't see the whole show. But I fell asleep three, I fell asleep three different times the during the the. Uh, they let yo. They let Cole and O'Reilly go for fifty minutes, dog. <laughs> that, that that match was almost hour. Yeah, 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 man. I was you like, think it was yo, worth. Do you think you should have been given that or given less? Nigga, I was asleep three different times. I was like, yo, y'all niggas is bugging. <laughs> you was fried. More I was fried. Time. I was super fried. I was super fried. By the time I got to fucking Cole Raleigh, I was like. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, I'm not even going to be. I was, uh, what was the, the Magic Johnson gift? I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. It's funny. Because if you go to Wrestle Kingdom 11. I think in the Ring of Honor title match, I mean, granted, they only had a, 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 a you know, a, 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 a short amount of time for that match. But in that Ring of Honor title match, I think they gave up a good eight minutes. But it was a good eight. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I think that's Wrestle Kingdom 11, not 10, but 11. Um, but Jack, I can only imagine this year. I'm, I'm going to definitely watch the whole show probably tomorrow night um, so I can get that in before uh, SmackDown. Well, what, what was a good, what did I enjoy for saying? Uh, Cross and Balor, that was a dope-ass match. That yeah, was, that was pretty good. Uh, MSK against Grizzle Young Veterans and um, Legato Del Fantasma. That was a pretty. That was a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, I I, st- I I'm glad they got the they putting a rocket they putting a rocket on them, you know, on MSK, aka formerly known as the Rascals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but they got booed last night on NXT. So it's just like they still finding their footing. Yeah. You know, yeah. but um time, man. Yeah, they got time. You know, shout out to Wesley Nash Carter, you know, aka uh yeah. Desmond Xavier and uh Damn, what is his name? What is his name? Zach Wentz. Zach Wentz, my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Shout out to them boys. Did I tell you my rascal story that like I was talking to the rascals, but like I just ended up talking to Trey McGill and he was telling me about how uh Tessa used to like walk around with him and they thought he was Ricochet when she was a Ricochet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, <laughs> he was, like Ricochet stunt double. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh um, shit. That was a that was a good story, man. Shout out to shout out to you know Trey McGill, man. Yeah. Um what else was Good. Uh oh yeah, the EO Shirai match was good. She made Raquel look like a star. Um I'm trying to think of another good match from night one. I don't know. NXT you know, NXT did they think. Oh, Pete Dunn and um Kashida. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Kashida's all I think Kashida's been been consistent. So I think we're about to get Pete Dunn against Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna see, get... you know what? I'm glad that um Dunn really uh 
took to his uh during this whole quarantine thing, man. Um being able to uh you know lived in the gym during the quarantine, dog. Huh? My nigga was in the gym during quarantine, like he ain't leave. Like, yeah, like he 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 definitely was gonna be a and he been a dog. You know what I mean? No question. But it's like But he looks lighter, he looks faster, mm-hmm. like, all that shit. Yeah. He's going main soon. I don't see it. So you know what? Look at certain guys in NXT, right? And it's like, it's about a choice, it seems like now. Because guys could have been called up. Like Gargano, you know what I mean? Like, it seems that he wants to be in NXT. Guys like Gargano. I think I Cole, called Riley. up and then they got I mean, six He six might six. be one of those guys. I would just love to see him on main because he's ready. I mean, I love seeing what was a good chopper against. Who did chopper go against? Uh, was it Art? Um, was that Randy Orton that that one time? Yeah, chopper went against somebody. I might have to. I might have to. Who did Adam Cole um went over clean? Seth. He beat Seth clean, and Seth had the strap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. They both had the strap at the time. Yeah. And and fucking. Adam went over clean, like super clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also Kevin Owens seen the shit. Um, I know undisputed. Well, formerly known as undisputed era. I know them niggas ain't leaving no time soon. Is it just that? That's just, where they want to be. So guys like Dunn. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that's where they want to be. You know what I mean? So you might, you definitely might be right about guys like Dunn. I, I mean, I love him, you know, in that mix. You know what I mean? It definitely suits him. Is Bobby Fish done? Like, my man just keeps on getting hurt, bro. If Bob Fish is like DeMarcus Cousins, like this ball, I, I guess, man, I don't know. That's my man, though. I love, I love Bob Fish, man. I don't know. I feel like you know? if, if Bob don't get hurt, you, air, the air don't get broke up. Yeah. Bob, yeah. It's like if Bob don't get hurt, the the air is still here. Yeah. Yeah, man. I still feel the air. I had on the air shirt yesterday. I'm always gonna fuck with the air, man. I'm always gonna yeah. fuck with the like I it's like DMX passing, you know. We didn't sit at it at the top of the show, but that was why we did the prayer, you know, to for DMX. Um, rest in peace to Earl Simmons and his family. Um, just, it don't seem real still. It doesn't. It's like it feel like it's like it's like a Kobe situation. Yeah. Because we think of these people as as great as they are. Like life is so precious and it's so it is it, that thing. And it's like when we see a life, especially our lives, and you know what I mean when we when we see that them hit that paramount right i heard some real shit about dmx the other day man it was in the conversation i was having with somebody they said they heard this on a podcast or something but it's, it's a fact so i just want to share it because it's common knowledge he said dmx is the realest person to ever pick up a microphone because this is a man that went double platinum in 1998 but would still do the shows at the hole in the wall clubs in the bronx and would still do shows at battle clubs in brooklyn you know what i mean and, and like, like when you, yeah, that's that that's very significant. And um, and and that day, ninety eight, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know the backstage short all this. He 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 was the one. He he was the one, man. Yeah, he, he was different. He had a different approach. 
to the people. Just diff- DMX is just different. Uh, I remember my favorite DMX memory. It's not like I met him or anything, but my favorite DMX memory. Um, I actually kind of have two. One was a uh, my cousin Kevin, and it's we, it's so funny talking about this now because Kevin is like straight up like he's a Christian. You know, he don't curse no more. He got a family and everything. But like me and him used to do the Mickey skit all the time. Um, if y'all don't know the Mickey skit, it's the um is on from DMX first album. <laughs> And you know, this kid not gonna do it. Right. He's like, Yo, who the fuck is it? It's me, Mickey. Nigga, who the fuck sent you? It's me, Mickey. And he's like, All right. And he's just like, like, just shoots this kid in this kid or whatever. But like, what was so cool about it is that my cousin Kevin could like, my cousin Kevin could like almost mimic anything, yo. So like, when he did like the whole DMX, he was like, All right. Bah, bah, bah. Like, he mimicked the gun, the, like the gun sound and everything, like, like all types of shit. Like it just it blew right. my mind. Uh, so shout out to my cousin Kevin. And my second memory from that it was um when and then there was X came out, yo. Mm-hmm. I was so like, listen, man, what's my name, yo? Like. That's probably like one of my favorite DMX songs. Like when you hear what like the just the the first like five seconds of what's my name. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then you just it's, it's like it's like it's like it was like Undertaker music. Yeah. It's like that, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like hip hop's Undertaker music. I know niggas that went off of that. And we very familiar with the damn man. But that 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 what's my name is it's punk rock. It was so it, fresh. It was it was um on, who man. was saying um some I was watching some interview and I think the dude was playing Jax in Mortal Kombat. He was talking about this and I'm glad you said it. He was like DMX was like our heavy metal of rap. He was like our Ozzy, like our like you know, he was like how people got like Molly. How people got like Molly Crew and Poison and shit and Metallica and shit. DMX was all of those in one. For us. For Definitely. us. For us. You know, from the stories. Bad brain. From mm-hmm. the from the from the music, the performances, the stories, the news, everything. He was all of that in one person. The, the energy, the me- the metaphysical, uh, his faith. His connectedness to the earth and animals and people. Yeah, this guy was a different this type of guy. This guy would get man. arrested for impersonating an FBI agent one week and like save kids from a burning building the next week. Like, bro, like this, he like he's like bail. he's an offender. Like, <laughs> why, why on bail from the from the FBI agent shit? Like, it was it's crazy, man. Yeah. Um, but my memory is like, yo, just. That when I finally got it, then there was X, and just just memorizing like that whole song was my name. Like it just, like it just man, it it meant so much to me. Yeah, you know, because I think at that time, like we didn't hear from X in a while, because like like you know, X had just did like two albums in a year and a half. Nobody still, you know. 
people have done it. People, it's not the kind of run that you like. Nobody will ever have Earl's run, right? No, you're no. not like. I mean, sales are different now. People are different now. Tastes are different now. There's just certain runs you're never gonna have again. And Earl's DMX's run is a run you'll never have again. It'll never happen again. Nobody's gonna be able to do that. Nobody can do anybody else's run. Everybody has their own run. And that one, especially, never. From Yonkers to Woodstock, bro. Come on. That Woodstock performance, like, fam. Our Jimi Hendrix, man. Like, you know, and that was a great quote. Um, Whoever said that, man, the guy, Jacks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was our Aussie. He was he was our heavy metal. He was our dude, you know. You know, we ain't never. I mean, yeah, we heard of motorcycles and shit, but we ain't never heard like like Rough Riders was like a, a fucking motorcycle gang, nigga. Like some fucking yeah, the Black, the Black Sons of Anarchy at one point. Like these, <laughs> absolutely Philly, New York. This shit was Jersey. This shit was real. This shit was real. Like. Shit was crazy. Um, and man, huh, huh. I miss DMX, man. I miss him because I got a chance to grow up with him during the run. Like, yeah. to have to go from and, and then from to go from as dark as hell is hot to flesh my flesh, blood of my blood in like in six months. You're just like. Like yo, I just learned the lyrics to stop being greedy. And now I gotta like, I gotta listen to slipping now. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, some no, of that later stuff is undeniable, man. Listen, like, man, that later great, stuff is Great Depression. That's some of my favorite ex shit. The Grand Champ. Don't, don't talk to me about that album. That's a fucking great album. And then Even, there was X. All of this, all of this shit is yeah, well, all of this I, shit is crazy. People say. Grand Champ is an excellent fucking album. Yeah. He was telling you. Pound for pound. Um, but just off of what DMX meant for like, not just for music, you know, his acting abilities. Did you, when I, I heard the story about why he really started to, to act. And he was like, yo, Dev Jam taking all my money. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but they, you know, uh, but they ain't touching this movie money. Right. You know, they was touching it. They was touching this Def Jam vendetta money. They was touch, like, they was touching like all these things. And he was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do movies. They can't yeah. touch this bread. My, my show bread and my money, <laughs> like, and these movie money. Like, that's all like for a minute where, where all you saw was DMX and shit, like Exit Wounds and Cradle to the Grave and. <laughs> Romeo must die and all that. Like, yo, we got to see Steven Seagal go against DMX, dog. We got to see Jet Lee against DMX and That's really hold cool. his own against Jet Lee, my nigga. Hold his own. Like, you know who Jet Lee is? <laughs> like, what the? Who is this? Thing? He's an anomaly. Yo, like, oh my God. Oh, man. Like, Sorry. crazy, man. Crazy. Shout out DMX, man. Let's... One, 
yo, I saw this video, this video on Twitter where like he he's telling the people at Electronic Arts how he wants a special move. He's like, yo, listen, yeah, lift him up in the head, do a head scissors, throws him down. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Punk rock, man. I'm telling you, like that, that like is it'll never be another in rap like that. And I mean, a lot of these new kids, they try to, you know, but for that time, like it was too original, too original. You can't copy that, can't teach that. Uh, did you hear about the story about Get At Me Dog? School me. So, um, in '94, Snoop is in New York, and uh, he does his concert, and DMX is there with his peoples. I think with Rough Riders, or whatever, and they and they end up going to a, a like they end up going to a, a studio together later on, but like X was trying to get his attention, trying to talk to him like after the show or whatever. He's like, "Yo, Snoop, yo, Snoop," you know. He's trying to down like, "Yo, what's up?" And like Snoop was like, "Yo, grab you, dog." And he's like, "Yo, I held on to that for." And he was like, "Yo, I held on to that for years." He was like, "I love that shit." So when he finally had a chance to do a song, get at me, dog, like. He was like, I got that from you. Get at me, dog. And he was like, and Snoop was like, you got that from me? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what are the hardest? What are the hardest? Did they talk about that during verses? Yeah, they talked about it during verses. And gotcha. then, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, about yeah, it yeah, on yeah, Jimmy yeah, Fallon yeah. the other night. Got you, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was just like, one of the hardest hip-hop songs you... you just for a simple like, yo, get at me, like over here, like over here, like, right. get at me. <laughs> and that's real shit, cause X is dog of the East Coast, and Snoop is dog of the West Coast. And that's what Snoop was saying, or whatever you know during mean? the Tonight Show. He was like, yo, that's he was like, that's why he really wanted to do the verses with DMX. Yeah. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have done it with nobody else. He wanted to show like these are hip hop's top dogs. Exactly. And he was like, and like he was like, and outside of everything, we had we have so much genuine love for each other. Mm-hmm. This is who I want to do it with, you know. Right. Yeah, man. Also, I may be off with this, but uh, I just feel like in in later years of DMX's life, we just really got to know him. Kind of like, you know, like how we got to learn about Kobe in yeah. his twilight. You mm-hmm. know, we got to know, you know, X a little bit more, you know, he's how he's talking about flowers and just everything. You know, we got to we got to know him a little bit more, and I'm always and I'm thankful for that. Like with the drink champs, you know, um, what you call it, uh, interviews and everything. Mm. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that his album was done before he passed. So I'm really interested to, to hear like this DMX Griselda shit. <laughs> Yo, the snippet was ridiculous. Uh, it, it, I think it's on YouTube. Oh my god! Yo, uh, man, there's this song that this is like like the early part of verses. This is like the bootleg verses where um Swiss was like was playing was be in a room with Timberland and and Busta Rhymes in there and shit like yeah. There's this song with I think it's J D M X and Nas. Right, Swiss right. got to yeah. drop that now. Swiss got to drop that. Yo, Timberland got yeah, they got so much shit, man. It don't make sense. Like Swiss like, got to drop that because I remember when they dropped that beat and you heard 
Nas on there. Then you heard Jay. Then you heard Dim. You like, the fuck is X doing on here? Yeah. Oh uh, man. So recipes DMX man. Uh, I know we were talking about some wrestling shit. Um, it was just a really good weekend, man. Uh, I saw a lot of people got a you know got a chance to hook up and see each other and everything. Um, I know Lovely was out there with Lee and uh, Tiana. Uh, Tiana eliminated Lee in, in the Grace Wet Pass Battle yeah. Royal. Pulled that ass backstage. That was a good spot. That was a that real was good, good spot. spot, man. Um, probably one of the spots of the weekend. Definitely, <laughs> definitely one of the spots man. of the weekend. You know, um, they're like they're like our Nipsey and Lauren London right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, they're we, a great we, couple, we, man. And I don't know why people hate on Tiana a lot because, like, they they stay trying to like get her page like like canceled. They stay trying to like get her page like off of Twitter and shit. It's just like I know you go through shit like that, so it's just like, oh, we can't get Tiana off, so let's just continue getting Lorenzo out of here. Like, <laughs> Tiana alone, man, she's making the world a better place. Yeah, Time man. Around, one like, post you- at a time, one match at a time. Shout out yeah, to the couple. You know, and this is a girl who's going through a lot, man. Um, I know she just had, like, she had something that happened with her back uh, recently. She was, like, in the, in a, like, in that weird head cast or whatever. Like, okay. um, I think it was a car accident she was in. Uh, you know, uh, she's, she's, gone, she's gone through a lot of stuff, man. Uh, I'm glad she's good, man. She, yeah. yeah, we've had Tiana on our show. Absolutely. You know, she's definitely uh not even a friend of the show. That's family right there, man. That's family. You know, so shout out to Tayana, man. We love you. Uh, right. Lee, we gotta have you in the control center, buddy. Whenever. Whenever. Mm-hmm. We got we gotta make that happen. That's one of my big things. Uh one is getting O'Shea Edwards. Mm-hmm. Two is Lee. I got one A done. Uh I got through some peoples and some favors. O'Shea is going to do the intro to my mixtape coming out. That's all I'm going to say. We so, love so. it. I love we it. We love it. You know, so that's. Oh, that. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. really, I'm proud of you, bro. I just got to let it be known on air. I'm, I'm very proud of you, bro. Yeah, man, getting back into this, uh, into this, into this gym, man. You know, putting up these shots. You know, working on this music, man. It's, it's just uh, been a way to just it's been therapeutic. It's just been a way to uh, just just finding other avenues to be creative. Just just finding just other ways to keep yourself sane, man. You know. Um, yeah. So uh, shout out to my boy DeAndre, who produced uh, who's producing a lot of tracks on here. Um, shout out to the producers I already got on there. Um, yeah, man. Uh, this is I haven't decided what it's gonna be. Whether it's gonna uh, it might be a big hit because I want I want to use a, a a beat that's not mine. So I'm just gonna probably put it on that piff or my big tapes. But uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what we do. But uh, 
enough of that, man. Uh, let's talk about some other shit, man. Uh, what else has been going on in, in the streets, brother? What, what, what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about uh, Cuddy. Well, yeah, let's talk about Cuddy. So mm-hmm. Cuddy was on uh, Saturday Night Live, and uh, he performed two songs, and uh, people was talking about his attire. I guess for the for the first song it was it was I right. you know he had on you know he had on a nice little you know sweater and then for the second mm-hmm. song he had on a dress mm-hmm. and people was like what is Cuddy doing wearing a dress um, he was actually actually showing uh, paying homage to uh, Kurt Kurt Cobain mm-hmm. uh, performance at uh, Saturday Night Live. For the first performance, Kurt wore like the same kind of like the same kind of uh, sweater that yeah, Cuddy wore. Um, yeah. And then the next song, he wore a dress. Mm-hmm. So uh, that happened, and uh, I don't understand the whole. We gotta let people be them, man. You know, this isn't. We gotta learn to stop and just let people rock and just let people be them and express themselves, man. Like this is this goes this goes way beyond cutting. This even goes to like the fucking shit with Lil Nas X. We never got a chance to talk about the whole yeah. "Call Me by Your Name" and everything with you know where he snapped the devil's neck and shit. And, you know, I really don't care about that shit. You know, get yours, man. You know, make make good music. Mm-hmm. And do you, man? You know, yeah. Uh, Not everything is well in this digital age, everything is up for discussion. Uh, but I don't think that Cuddy did anything wrong. You know, I think he expressed himself and he did his, you know. We were just talking about how good, you know, Man on the Moon 3 is, like how Cuddy was back and how, you know, we love what Cuddy's doing. So to come back and be like, oh, he's lost his mind. Like, what are we what are we saying? What are we doing? Yeah. You know, um, it's cutty. It's cutty. Yeah. I don't know what you think, bro. I think for me it's a it's it's, it's several things that's taking place, right? So Kid Cuddy is a successful artist that came out basically a decade and some change ago. Um who we all, you know, grew to love. Now, with the whole conversation of black men, black masculinity, the emasculation of black men in Hollywood or wherever, a lot of that conversation is only to keep black males and black masculinity in a place of... uh, really kind of a vain leadership in our community. Um, We think about a lot of black men who give platitudes and certain beliefs to what a black man should be doing, the displays. Um, And then when we get into these industries, there's also a lot of conspiracy theorizing around a lot of these things about if the corporations have control of black men, you wear a dress, then that means that you're probably 
sexually and mentally by these corporations and you know whatever and i'm not here to say that the music industry definitely doesn't exploit people in several instances and in several ways but in this instance here was an artist making an artistic choice wearing their friends clothing also selling the clothing right because you know off-white is one of the biggest brands in the world one of the most recognizable brands in the world a lot of women listen to kid cutting right so when we really add everything up we really can't like chalk this up to some like conspiracy theory shit like oh jamie fox wears a dress on a living color as wanda so that's why jamie fox is a successful person another interesting point i want to bring up is young thug when the jeffrey album came out there was definitely some talk but then after a while it died out and people went right back to listening to young thug and in a few minutes people are going to go right back to listening to little nas x you know what i mean like or their kids will be listening to the next installation of old town road whenever that may be coming or Whatever the case is, I'm just here to say that, you know, I, I have to am guilty and also been a victim of, uh, you know, being pressured or being kind of silenced in a way or being uh, kind of pressured to not express yourself as a black man. Now, my personal clothing choice is not really in this conversation, but to your point about expressing oneself as a black man, uh, I think that's where we're at this deficit. And when we talk about this vain leadership and gender roles and all of this, we get stuck in, uh, we just get stuck there. And, 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 and as long as we stay stuck here, we're never going to necessarily get this liberation that black men from this system. So there's a lot of black men and black people, other black people who pick up, who internalize misogyny in a certain type of way. And as long as they're still homophobic, as long as they're still transphobic, as long as they're still uh, black men expressing themselves phobic, right? All, and that's not a thing, right? I'm just trying to line something up here. As long as the black community will continue to be that towards people and communities, they will never have the liberation that they seek from this system. That's a more bigger conversation, right? But it's, it's connected because in this cutty thing and wearing this off-white dress, this, this, this spring dress, um, people start to think of homophobic and transphobic things when we talk about people of a certain gender doing something that the other gender um and so you know homophobia and all of those misogyny and all those things wrapped up in that misogyny is definitely wrapped up in it because women wear dresses and kind of the thing is that you know the 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 hyper masculine platitude when it comes to dresses and shit and excuse my language is you don't you know you don't want to look like no bitch you don't want to be no bit that's exclusively being derogatory and discriminatory towards women right so when we're looking at all of these things in total like yeah capitalism is fucked up the music industry is fucked up right but kid cuddy is this artist who basically you know made a, a simple artistic choice for a performance and i think it just got blown out of proportion as usual uh when a black man uh puts on anything other than a pair of jeans or some gray sweatpants no pun intended shout out to Faye. but i do think that as as long as these things happen like cuddy is an artist and artists cause conversation they cause dialogue as long as we have you know brave artistry we have to even if we don't but we we're gonna have to have these conversations and again as long as black men see uh, a a female piece of clothing as inferior 
or uh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm sorry, a piece of clothing worn by a woman usually as inferior uh, or something like as long as we still have those ideals towards articles of clothing, right? It's just, it's clothes. You know what I mean? So as, as long as we have these ideas towards articles of clothing, then, you know, we won't get the whole, this whole thing of liberation or freedom that we want from the system so bad. So we just have to examine that as cis, as cis people, a lot of us, as, as cis straight people, right. cis straight men. I always think about this one line. Uh, when, it, when it comes down to people wearing dresses. And it's from an artist that we all know and love by the name of Kendrick Lamar from a song called uh, The Heart on the overly dedicated EP where he says, you know, can't act like no bitch. That's what got Tyler Perry famous. You know, um, you know, black people's kind of the, uh, the polarity of, you know, Tyler Perry, you know, doing right. or whatever. Um, um, I always think about that, man. Listen, like you said, you brought up Young Thug. Uh, man, you got Jaden who's out there, you know, and they thought that he was gay and he, you know, what Will doing and all this stuff. Listen, people should be able to express themselves. You know, uh, these people are brave, so we should let them be brave and do these things, man. Uh, they're only pushing things forward, you know, they're making kids, you know, feel better about them. You know, a person can see what Cuddy did and feel seen, can feel heard. You know, and Cuddy is that for a lot of teens, a lot of kids. We've said this on several shows. Cuddy has a lot of sons. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. you know, and people who take their cues from Cuddy, man. Um, so listen, shout out to Cuddy, man. Cuddy doing his thing. Uh, he got like he had he had a good show on HBO that, that was out. Um great album. And he's doing his thing, man. You know, I'm 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 always happy to see Cuddy. I'm always happy to see Cuddy in good spirits. I'm always happy to see Cuddy in good spirits, man. You know, because a good spirits, Cuddy, a, a Cuddy who's feeling good, man. We get a lot of good music, and we just the world's a little bit better when we got a you know a solid Cuddy, man. So that's that's my whole thing on it, man. Let the let the people be people, man. Uh, you know, would I wear a dress? No, but. That doesn't mean that I'm going to condemn somebody else from wearing it. You know, do you, man. Speak. And I got I got the point what he was trying to prove. You know, what he was trying to do, the artistic expression behind it. You know, so he's paying homage. He does wrong paying homage, man. Um, let's, uh... Huh. Let's talk about, uh... You want, you want to talk about Kyrie, man? Yeah, let's talk about yeah for sure. You know, listen, man. The Nets. I thought the Warriors were hated, <laughs> but we yo niggas hate the Nets. East Coast Warriors now, man. Yo niggas, niggas hate the Nets really, really yeah. bad, and everybody joining the Nets like it's death row records. Listen, yeah. man, they got everybody over there. 
like at first when they when Harden went over, we were like, all right, they got Harden, okay. But then they went to go get Blake. Then they yeah. went Lamarcus Aldridge. Mark, are they are they beating the Sixers tonight? I hope the Sixers do work after how Ben was talking. <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, right, right, okay, yes, yes, yes. I like it, I, I like it. I, I saw them comments from Ben, I was like, y'all better beat them boys by 40. <laughs> uh, yo, I'm like, bro, you, you feel like a, a, a one million uh, heart breath emoji. You know that emoji he like posting? Bro, I'm like, this guy need to drop 30 tonight. But, I mean, hey, ain't nobody playing. Ain't nobody playing tonight. Uh, Katie out. Playing, right? it's... out uh, who else yeah. out? Harden out, Kyrie out, Lamarcus out, my big Blake out. <laughs> um, yeah, come playoff time, man. We, you know, we, you know, that's what I'm waiting on. Yeah, we definitely see watching who's, these games closely. We see who's who in the playoffs, man. We gonna see who's who. This is where like all this resting better come to fucking play. <laughs> And it has to. It has to. Like, but also, man, we've seen a lot of injuries, man. Jamal Murray just went down with a with the ACL. Like, like we got Lamelo out with a with a wrist sprain. But I ain't crying too much for Lamelo for for Lamelo because Lamelo out there chilling with fucking Tiana Trump right now. So like, I don't feel too bad for him. Bro. Did you see that coming? That's ball? the thing. Knowing Lamelo Ball, he was just a young boy the other day, you know. Did you and see now that, that he's blown up, there, I'm I'm so proud of him. But did you see that coming? Like of, of, of any girl that you can hear this man attached to, like I was like, Tiana Trump, that's the first one. Hey man, only Trump we acknowledge. Only Trump we acknowledge, man. You know, I've seen this, yo. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I just saw a crazy uh black scene like two weeks ago that got shown to me. She was in it was like her return joint, and I was late on it. Yeah, man. Tiana, man. Tiana Trump. Jeez. Yo, like I'm just right now, man. I don't know what's going on, man. We're gonna go back to basketball, but like all these great tandems breaking up, Chloe and Hallie like breaking up for a minute, the Ortega twins. Ain't doing scenes no more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all our all our fave siblings. Yeah, like I know people like Ugh, y'all. I know people still like yo. People like that episode where we were talking about where we were talking about the Dora Taylor twins. That yeah. People I'm people fucked with the episode, man. We really got into our porn bag now. <laughs> but no, nah, man, like. All the great duos, man, they always find a way, like, we never got another Simon and Garfunkel joint. <laughs> yeah, damn sure didn't. You know, damn. Casey and Jojo ain't, ain't never been the same. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Like, them guys, man. Like, it's, it's just wild right now, man. But, yo, so Kyrie, well, Kyrie got kicked out of his first game a couple nights ago. <laughs> With against the Lakers, him and Dennis Schroeder. I guess Dennis Schroeder. I saw the video. All Dennis Schroeder was like, "Damn, my bad, nigga." And like Kyrie went the fuck off. He took offense. Don't call me no nigga. 
You don't know me like that, bro. My thing is, bro, Curry, nobody ever called you that before. Well, I guess now it's not, not like, but in that way, like playing ball, you know, you like, I don't know. But he really looked like the whole time Dennis Schroeder looks confused and shit. He's like, what? what's going on? Like, He's been in, right, like he's been in some very confusing situations in the past couple weeks. The first one with, uh, OG, with OG and Anubi. Because <laughs> I know he like, bro, what I do? Like, and now this, I know he like, yo, these balls, bro, like, these balls tripping. They threw him out because he waved goodbye. Yeah. But, yo, Kobe, um, I'm saying Kobe, Kyrie came out with this this little tweet talking about, you know, uh, N-word, don't say the N-word ever, this is that, there. It's like, all right, Kyrie. And then it's announced that Kyrie is missing the next couple of games due to personal reasons. It's like, what? Like, how many, like, what do they call OTRs? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, how many of these do you got? Nigga. <laughs> Let me ask you a question though. Do you think he said that? Cause like, ain't Dennis Schroeder like Schroeder? Ain't ain't he uh? He's German. Ain't he German? Yeah, he's German. And, he, and you think, everybody you think he said it because everybody on Twitter was like, "Yo, I understand why he mad." Cause German probably Germans probably say nigga. <laughs> yo. He like, I'm like, yo, this nigga Dennis, from the third I'm like, time. Dennis like, Dennis up there in Atlanta, yo. Like, he, like, he good. Like, yeah. He that bull. Like, don't, don't do that to Dennis, man. Don't do that's that. He's some players in Atlanta. He knows what's going on. Yeah. My nigga was the first, was, was the first to get the Wiz patch. He's still rocking it. Still rocking the Wiz patch. Yeah, that's him. Dang, right. Like, say, okay, Jimmy got the Bart Simpson. You know, Trez, a couple other cats got the locks. Was the one cat from Phoenix Crowder? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a patch. That's me. You know what I mean? Like I fuck with it. You know, I fuck with this Schroeder, man. I like this Schroeder, but no. But he German, so you know, it might, it might sound like it. Maybe it might sound like an ER. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've never, I, I've never heard Dennis Schroeder talk, so I can't, I can't yeah. speak on. I never heard him at a press conference or nothing myself either. Yeah, so I'm just like, the fact that he's Jeremy, he just got that going against him, man. The fact yeah. that he, but uh, yeah, Kyrie said he's missing the next couple of days. Uh, and it's recently come out that. Kyrie is converted to Islam. Mm-hmm. So he's practicing, you know, it's Ramadan is this week or this month. And so he's practicing Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yo, how many paid days off does this nigga have? Like, do you think he, like, does he have, do, does he have to get his days off like a regular person? Like, how, like, I gotta put in two weeks before? Well, I- that's the thing. I think it depends on the franchise, or I don't know who. I don't know if it depends on the franchise, but I guess ultimately it will depend on your contract. Um, yeah, dog. It's it's probably some shit in there about like you know load management is the new thing. Um, you know that's probably said several times throughout the contract, and it's it's something's going on with these guys, Kawhi and got the biggest in, Something's going on. Got the biggest in Brooklyn, shut yo. 
Yeah. You think Steve Dash is going to say, I ain't playing tomorrow, Steve. Okay, all right. <laughs> right. Like, I, yeah, like. Who's going to tell Kyrie no over there? Nobody. You going to send Dan Tony to tell, to tell Kyrie to, to do something? Yeah, it's over. Hey, man. man, but that boy, he, he's from the NBA. <laughs> he do what he want, respond how he want. I ain't too mad at him, though. But no, I'm not mad at him because, you nigga, know, Kyrie does do a lot. He put his money where his mouth is a lot of times. Absolutely. For, you right. know, for his charities and just, you know, a lot of stuff that he's done. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm not even going to you know, discredit him like that, you know, but it's yeah. just it's just funny. It's just funny to talk about, like, yo, what what Kyrie doing, man? <laughs> yeah, Kyrie just he 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 has an interesting personality. You know what I mean? That's all. But I mean, as far as his his work ethic and you know his philanthropy, like that's there. He, you know, I think I probably said it like like a couple episodes ago. Like he just don't don't he don't let the NBA determine what he does, and he does it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like you know we had these people over here. We had Iverson, Luttrell. You know, but he presents himself in a certain type of way. He switches the code in a certain type of way. He articulates himself in a certain type of way. And that's where the powers that be kind of concede to him because he, well, they, he can have a conversation with you. He's not going, you know, it's, yeah. So I feel you. Move on, man. I feel you, man. That boy Kyrie, man. That boy Kyrie. Boy Kyrie. <laughs> Um, we were talking about DMX earlier, man. Um, but there was, you know, a lot of people gave their condolences and everything. But uh, a couple of days afterwards, you know, we got a uh, former bad boy rapper Black Rob. You know Black Rob. You know, whoa, one of the best mm-hmm. versions delivery. Um, he was in a hospital bed. He was in a hospital bed, and uh, and he sent his love to ex family and everything. And um, and when people saw it, it was a lot of concern about his uh, his health. You know, but um, but also, man, like these, you know, these people uh. I lost my train of thought. Uh, it was reports that, you know, earlier this year, you know, earlier, like 2019, 2020, you know, he said he was working on Life Story 2 and everything. And um, you can even see him in some pictures with Busta and everything, just chilling. But then, uh, you know, he had a stroke. And he had a stroke and everything. So uh, he had to cut out a lot of, you know, drinking and doing exercise and everything. But, after a while, he was, you know, he was saying that, uh, you know, he was homeless and a whole bunch of stuff, man. A lot of stuff was going on, man. And, and you know, and everybody had just been like, you know, kind of just, you know, galvanizing behind him. And, uh, of course, you know, I would like to see Black Rob, you know, in better spirits and better health, you know, take care of yourself, King. Um, but, uh, it was just funny because, like, the next day, you know, Diddy drops this thing, this uh, this tweet about we're done letting corporations manipulate our culture. If you love us, pay us. Mm-hmm. 
but you're Diddy, man. You you can't right. say you can't say that. You're notorious for not paying nobody. Um, May said he brought you uh he brought you a couple million to get out of the to get publishing back, and you said no. You know, um, I just. And this brings back talk where people say, you know, we need a union. Well, hip hop needs a union, and that's was uh, what Master P was talking about earlier. That Master P feels like we need uh, a union in hip hop. It wasn't that one of the things that they were talking about that earlier. Uh, like I know Louis Farrakhan was talking about that to like Suge and them or whatever, oh, oh, like a long mm-hmm. time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What do you think like needs to be done with you know with our with our elder statesmen in hip hop? You know, should there be like I mean, listen, these guys get millions of dollars, you know, yeah. and it's going in an instant. You know, I know hip hop isn't like the NFL or like the NBA or whatever where you can get a you know a pension or something like that, but I just feel like. It's gotta be a way to take care of, you know, people who are who are down and out, man. It's gotta be a way. Especially when they've helped build your brand. Yeah. And help build a new sound for you. Like you know, this is the thing, man, with the elder statesmen of hip hop. This is the issue with the elder statesmen of hip hop. The elder statesmen of hip hop want to replace the CEO, the corporation that has union busting politics so when we think about people like jeff bezos when we think about people like vince mcmahon right these black men essentially want to be in the same type of position as these men because you know again these guys that talk about you know you know they rap some of them rap about it you know the billion dollar thing right but like a billion dollars doesn't get made without, unfortunately, like this is just what it is, a few lives being lost, some people, you know, a few, uh, some people being screwed out of some money, possibly hundreds. Um, and also just like uh, some white-collar crime, if you will. So we got people in hip-hop like the Gotties and the masterpiece and you know Master P got you know some you know I, i'm trying to put guys in the same tax bracket it, uh, as, as 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 accurate as i can i'm sure Master P is in a different tax bracket than your guy however it's a certain mentality also i don't just want to count the tax bracket but it's a certain mentality where like and, and granted these men are still capitalists right at, at the end of the day um but this more this billion dollar this unfettered talk about money that, that that's not not in their economic interest to have unions be uh, adjacent from their uh, record labels, right? So, for instance, like we have the Major League uh, Baseball Players play Association, we got the like I said, NBA Players Association that stand basically directly adjacent across from the NBA, and you got to come to these tables and do deals and things like that. And most of the time, a lot of the times, these players associations are filled with personnel who organize the association and the union as, you know, as, as people that's in charge of it, their former players and things like that as well. Um, yeah, but we, we're seeing in hip-hop. 
Hmm? No, I was saying like Chris Paul, he he's got an iron grip with the with the players you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like he was president one time, probably president again, again. So you have essentially, you know, players taking those slots in the union, you know, for sports. Now, the guys that run their team are most of the time white men. They're the Steve Ballers of the world who run Microsoft and all of these other, you know, Alex Rodriguez just bought the Timberwolves and all of these things. So these are guys that already have million-dollar interest beyond the sport. The thing is with the elder statesman is not so much on Diddy, but people like Hove who actually used to rap. And notice, you know, early, at some point in his rap career, you know, people are rapping for him. He's finding artists, right? So these things kind of happen early too. But essentially is that with a lot of these guys that want to be the billion-dollar CEOs and things like that, if they were to have the unions directly across from that record label, that takes away money from them. And they can't hoard wealth and at the same rate as they would is if it wasn't a union. Um, so that's what I think. I think that essentially what we're seeing is people like Diddy and Jay-Z and some others are basically following the blueprint, no pun intended, <laughs> but the footsteps toward becoming like the, like the rich white man, you know, who doesn't have any uh, uh, unions inside of his company or corporation, um, who puts out political messages and platitudes to websites to then... Uh, 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 um, basically make the public think that they are a, 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 I don't want to say to make them think they're a good person um, but to make them think that they have better interests than what they do um, it's a lot that's going on here right the hypocrisy and the contradictions that's what we're always dealing with with our people when it comes to like this economic system so we definitely do in all industries all industries I don't care if it's fucking uh, a clown school uh, you know what I mean? With the, and you go be a clown at a circus. Every, every industry of entertainment, especially entertainment, needs a union because it's the very first industry, one of the very first industries in this country where you can make so much money, but like your life can be exploited and these things can probably cost you your life. Like someone like Black Rob in a position that he is being homeless in his health situation, right? So that's why, you know, when they first started Hollywood, like there were no child labor laws. You know what I mean? So they had to make labor laws because kids was dying. You know? You know what I mean? So that's the thing, man. This country was built off a of one-track economic system, a winner-take-all system. But right. until people with this amount of money have those interests, we won't ever get there. But you got a lot of people saying this is why there shouldn't be no billionaires, and this is why billionaires need to be ran down on and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because look at what they do, you know? So, it's, 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 again, it's a long conversation, man. But when I did read that piece by Diddy, it was like, man, the contradictions in this. Because the things that he's talking about, the things that he's naming, some of the black radical people that he's naming, it's like, he doesn't know anything about Fannie Lou Hammer. How dare you mention someone like her when you do the type of shit that you do? Or right. a Malcolm, for that matter, who's a bit more mainstream, but it's like, you know, we that's the thing. Now what we're seeing is black people are starting to co-op the, the legacies of black people, like how white people did MLK. Now what we're about to see is black people are about to do that with black revolutionaries. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's just something that's going on these days. Yeah. Um, it was reported that Black Rob is out of the hospital. You know, but our prayers and our thoughts and our love go out to Black Rob, you know, and his loved ones. Man. 
Like we want to see him in better in better spirits and better health. Um, please get better soon. Um, did we ever wrap up the the Kyrie shit? I think we did, right? I think we did, but we kind of we, we stepped right into it. We just we just stepping in there. We kind of been stepping in everything. No, no, no. Know, we so. did wrap it up. We did wrap it up. I think we did wrap it up. I think we just you know. Kyrie's just a guy who just doesn't. That's my fault. I'm, I'm nigga. I'm high. It happens. <laughs> I, I'm I'm high. So um, listen. Is okay, but I want let me stay on the NBA and ask you one more question right now. Do you think the NBA is fun to okay. watch? Is the NBA fun to watch for you right now? Yes. With all these in, with all these injuries and stuff, and you know people sitting out not playing. Well, a game definitely might be less fun if a star isn't playing, right? Or like some, you know what I mean. But I think in that, like it's, it's like it's like game by game. You kind of got to go like case by case. Like, but I definitely still think it's some good basketball being played. Right. Okay. So um. Let me ask you this. Let's keep it NBA, man. So, Paul Pierce, man. The truth. The truth. He he got fired from ESPN last week after he went on Instagram Live and, you know, he was smoking some weed, had some, some friends over, you know, some exotic dancers, you know, showing off their talents. And uh, mm-hmm. he was fired after like years of working with ESPN. But you know, I mean, you know, this is gonna happen when you working for ESPN. They with Disney. They with the they, they with the mouse, man. You can't do shit like that. Um, it's just. I guess it was just funny because, like, you would expect, like, this to have, like, thousands of viewers or whatever watching. And it was, like, 398 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Paul Pierce on Instagram Live drinking and smoking with strippers and, esc- and escorts. I, um... Like, yo, like, my thing, like, yo, you're Paul Pierce, NBA champion, and, like, Kyle Kuzma's calling you a, a, a sicko. Like, what? <laughs> um, but the, TMZ tried to catch up with Paul Pierce afterwards. He said that uh, he can't <laughs> tell people what's going on right now, but he's coming, he's coming back stronger than ever. Um, Cam, I know Cam Soda offered that man like the bag to host like a, a naked sports sports show. Mm. So I mean, yeah. Come on now. Paul Pierce, you know, talking about, you know, why he hates LeBron James with, you know, Adriana Chechik right right next to him. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You know, chilling with Ryan Connor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my man, oh my yo, Paul, Paul Pierce and Lisa Ann, like fucking just, you know, 
Hilarious. Lisa Aaron just finger popping herself while, you know, the truth is talking about game five of the NBA finals. Bro, I can see it now. The type of media is out here, I mean, I could definitely imagine it. And just seeing his face in that mix, hilarious. Let's go, I mean, shit, let's go all in. The PPP hour, Paul Pierce and Pinky. Oh, my God. Pinky's still active? I don't know if Pinky's still active, man. I would assume so. She was the original new classic. But, like, man, the rise and fall of Pinky. Just the weight, man, the fluctuate. The weight fluctuated, man. I don't know if it was drugs or whatever. I don't know. Alcohol, I don't know, man. I loved it all. Yeah, man. Yo, my new my new John right now is um. I mean, it's, it's always gonna be Raquel Savage. You know, I'm always gonna have like love for that woman. But um, yo, man, I found out Aaliyah Hadid had a baby, yo. Oh, for real? I didn't know that. Yeah, man. It's like finding out that Kelsey Monroe had a baby. You're like, what? That's where that's where Kelsey Monroe was. Right. But it's always but the story about Kelsey Monroe is funny because she like. She did one of those fucker fan videos, and she ended up getting pregnant by the by the fan. Oh wow! Yeah, he yeah. could he could and pull. That's crazy. No, no, she said like they they linked up again, like after oh, okay. after the filming. Yeah, and the dude was just like I ain't pulling out this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. But yeah, Aaliyah D got pregnant, man. I was like, fuck. I like Aaliyah D, too, though. I Shout fuck with Aaliyah D. North Carolina finest, man. Sanford, North Carolina, yo. You know what? I shouldn't know this much about porn. About, you know, our um, adult entertainers. I shouldn't know this much. But I do. But I do. And it's crazy, because Sanford, like, North Carolina is like the hood. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's back there. Yeah, it's back there, right? Like it's kind of like white trashy, like niggas, like type shit, right? Like it's just like some hood white trash type shit. Yeah, man. I'm the I mean, shout America. out to Sanford. I mean, I mean, shout out to Sanford, North Carolina. I'm just saying. That, that's the real America. That's the real America, Sanford, North Carolina. Places like it. Okay. You know what this I mean? Like, like it's like that's that's the story of America, man. Them type of towns like that, like that new movie that's out. It's not my need. It's not my need to know either. But I hope right. it's not yours. Uh, Nomadland. I don't uh, know what streaming service that's on, but it's this Oscar-winning movie or nominated movie about this lady that's like traveling across the country in her in her truck because she lost her oh, home. Oh like yeah, I saw that shit. Yeah, she's like uh, she saw the film. Yeah, she like working for Amazon and shit. I believe so, yeah. I, I I just forget what streaming services on. Yeah, I said it's probably on Amazon. Or is it on yeah. Hulu? Yeah, it was, I think it was, it was... I saw it on Hulu, but it's on Amazon. Yeah. But, yo, Cam Soda, it was 250000 to be the first ever NBA analyst. That, that's definitely a bag. That's a bag, bro. That's super. That's a super bag. Every week, man, just because, fam. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, you said um this is the, the vice president of Cam Soda. He said, here at Cam Soda, we champion exotic dancers, cam girls, and sex workers. We will be more than happy to accommodate your pension for women, and you'll be free to stream with them while they twerk in the background and more. Hey, man, they, they foreseeing some shit. I ain't mad at them. I ain't he mad said, at them at all, bro. I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at the truth. And it was great. And it, and it was great seeing it on Twitter at that time. It was just like, yo, what the hell is going on? Like, like that's what it was, bro. Like, it was just like, yo, what is going on? They was gonna make turn the blunt he was smoking. That shit was wild. Some shit. So, yo, do you believe? Do you believe that forty six percent of Americans want The Rock to be president? Yes. Yeah. Most Americans, they'll take like their favorite as president. You know what I mean? Like you know, like like celebrities or you know like the, they'll they'll take it. Would you I vote for The Rock? No, and I don't think I don't think I would because I think some of the well I don't know I have to hear the platform first. But if it came, if it came down to the think, Rock against if it came down to the Rock against um the Rock against uh oh yes a Republican Mike Pence if Mike Pence tried to run again no 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 no. Twenty twenty four. If say the Rock went against like Trump, if Trump decided to, to go go again, mm-hmm. I think he could beat Trump. He probably could. He probably could. He probably could. Andrews and Reese. I hey man, if that, if that if that's what's fucking gonna happen, because I think at this point the Democrats would definitely get a nomination to anyone. I can see that. Cause I know they're talking about. I know like there's rumors about AOC running. Possibly. Um, there's another woman who may who may be running. I forgot who it is. Her name is on the tip of my tongue. She's thinking about running this year. I don't know who it is. I mean, in the like the next election, I don't know if it's Kamala. Mm-hmm. It's definitely someone. I don't know, man. I forgot. It's um, me the- yo, we didn't even talk about this, man. What did you think about Bad Bunny, bro? Yo, Bad Bunny is unique, man. I think that, you know, we've always kind of seen, like, the celebrity endorsement thing kind of happen in WWE. Right. But this Bad Bunny stuff is some of the most unique. And because we have an artist who, you know, basically... And that's a, and that, yo, and that's the that's the beauty about like reggae tone and like it's like you know you don't you know a lot of people aren't fluent, including myself, who still definitely enjoy the music, you know. And I think that when we think about an artist such as Bad, but like he like you know just look at him, he's young, he like you know he just transcending a lot of markets, you know what I mean? And I get well. It's working so well right now. The WWE Bad Bunny stuff. And I mean, oh my God, the, you know the Damian Priest co-sign and everything. 
He got co- yo Puerto Rican Randy, connection. No, the Randy Orton cosign. That was a big cosign. Well, yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, they said like he was really like with it, yo. He was really like he was showing up to the PC and like spending hours. Yeah. You know, this wasn't no Gronk, no Gronk shit for him. Right. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm kind of, I'm feeling the Bad Bunny shit because... Hey, yo, and, Bo- hey, yo, and Booker T is my shit. I fuck with that song. That shit is hard. That shit hard. I, I don't know what you're saying, but I yeah. fuck with it. Look at the translation. It's dope. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's... But just so you know, you know what I mean? But that, that shit, that shit slept. I mean, even when he performed it, you know, some people were saying some shit, but I think the performance definitely aged well because he's still around. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people still fuck with him. And the brand is strong. You know what I mean? They got the shirts popping off and touche. Right. So, um, yo, you think LeVar Burton could uh, host Jeopardy? Yes. I would like to see that, actually. And I fuck with Ken Jennings. I think he's like a Pennsylvania guy or something like that. But I would love to see LeVar host Jeopardy. You know what no, I mean? I mean definitely it, it definitely makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, he's another information guy. You know what I mean? So, and I mean, you know, because... I know certain people have that thing that takes them probably, you know, the rest of their life, and they're going to be doing like Steve Harvey, for instance, right? He might be hosting Family Feud for the rest of his life. You know what I mean? This is just like how Alex hosted Jeopardy for the rest of his. But, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, I would I would love to see that. Right. I would watch Jeopardy more. You know what I mean? Because that's, that's, that's still my shit, but I think I'll, I think I'll probably end up watching it every night, just like how I used to if LaVar was on there. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I'll be on that multiple times a week. Okay, so um, before we get into this, um, I want to ask you a, a question. Who did the best beatbox? Say that one more time. Who did the best beatbox uh, freestyle challenge? Who did the best one? <laughs> what did you think? Um, what did I think? One, I don't know what dude is saying the whole song. <laughs> I catch certain words. I catch Randy Moss. Uh, mm-hmm. Knock your head off. Bitch, I mm-hmm. got loose lips. Um. Yeah, there's certain words I catch, but I don't know what the fuck um the dude's what's his name? I'm looking at his name right now. Spot him, got him. Yeah, but I mean, shit, it's the hottest instrumental right now. It's been on TikTok for months. Uh, that might be it. It's definitely it's probably the most catchy. Uh, I know. Uh.
if I had to say anybody, I'd say the baby. Okay. I don't know why it um the way he says Jojo Siwa bitch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like he's like, you a bitch, Jojo Siwa bitch. I'm like, oh my god, like why you gotta call out Jojo Siwa like that? Like <laughs> like the girl like 17. Like, right. Like, I, think, like, I think I think I'm with you on this one. I think I'm with you. Yeah, I think I think the baby got that. The baby, yeah, yeah the baby. Uh, I know Dreezy did one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dude, uh, DDG did one. Polo G did one. I haven't heard Polo G's. Yeah, I want to hear Polo G's. I kind of like uh, him. Mulatto did one. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Yeah, we said we talked about the baby. Uh, Young May yeah. did one. I, I did see Young May. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Lil Yachty did one. Yachty Jones are. You know what? Lil Yachty's like, change, like showing some versatility with his flow right now, yo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with it. He digging a little deep. Yeah, and he's then, in the studio. Or deeper than studio, he He's in the studio with Freddie. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it's it's Freddie Sway Lee. I, I saw a picture of Freddie Sway Lee and Yachty in the studio. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I, yeah, mm, that's the one. Sway. Mm. So yeah, that's gonna be uh, something. The the okay. Um. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. The baby did that. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh shit! This is something that's interesting. I was reading something a while ago about fifty. They asked fifty about you know had anybody audition for power, and he was to um or whatever to try to act. Has there any been any rappers who try to be a part of the show and they make it? And. Uh, <laughs> He he did. He talked about it. He said, uh, "Party, partisan Fontaine, who's who's smashing Megan, who goes out with Megan. Good good for him. Um, he auditioned for a role on Power, didn't get it. He said Quavo read for one of the characters in BMF. Uh, Casanova read for um, um read for a character in BMF, and uh, that was it." But yo, did you hear about the beef that yo that Fifty got with uh, with Stacy? Yo, Lorenzo. My bad, folk. My bad. My bad. I realized I was muted. You yeah. got a beef with uh, Stacy who? You know Stacy from the um, from the wood. Uh, DeAndre Bonds. Yeah, you know DeAndre oh, Bond. Shit, you know. Well, no, I didn't hear that. Yo, know, DeAndre Bond said that uh, he had something to say about the executive producers who are all in the movie. Yo, he did his uh his trick night. He said for the executive producers who are all in the movie scenes. And fifth ain't like that shit. 
Hey, man. <laughs> Yo, I mean, that, I mean, what you think about you? Do you, do you think that that's weird that, you know, that 50 is in his own shit? Uh, listen, it was weird when he did get rich and die trying. <laughs> it's no longer weird now for me. Like, the nigga did his own his, his own biopic. Like, I the only person who I've ever heard doing that was Ali. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I think I um I, I mean I see where DeAndre coming from, but yeah, I, you know it'd be rap, one thing. It'd be one thing if Fifty couldn't act, but Fifty can act, man. But he can, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it ain't like it's Diddy, right? Diddy's a so-so actor. I think like the the, no, he's not, the he's best not. movie, the best movie I've ever seen Diddy in was Get Him to the Greek. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny as shit. But um, because he was pretty much himself. Yeah, he was playing himself. Yeah, like and you know, you don't get no cuckoo roofs. None. You don't get no cuckoo roofs. Oh shit! All his kids out on the same Kobe jersey. <laughs> Sergio. Fuck it, yo man. What was it? Biggest loser? They was watching the Biggest Loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looking for the Gogurt? Like yo, uh, fucking Diddy man. Are you getting Cameron's Camdemic album? Yes. I'm still listening to to uh, the the fraud um, department right now. Oh I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy. It's Jimmy, right? Yo, Jimmy is that. Listen, we uh, all listen to the we all listen to the fraud department. And I'm still it's listening just, to Capo. I'm still listening to Capo Deluxe Edition. Yeah, yo, it's it's so many like I so it's funny because I you know I I made a little playlist of like most of the Harry Fraud shit, but I put some shit. From Capo on there too, but you know the you know the shit from uh, collectors of the you know all of the new currency shit, you know all of that you know bonus for this shit. All that. I just made a play with, but it's it's so many like gem quotables on the fraud department, like just from certain verses, like first and second verse on lose lose, first verse on the people, like these are these I this is Jimmy really putting his like career shit down, dog, like. Really, like even like the like um like you know one of the deluxe tracks like a monster made it like is he just got moments he had moments on the standard on the standard of capo you know what I mean like but Jimmy is an anomaly right now man like it's it's crazy to see It's just crazy because, like, you know, Dipset seemed like they were trying to do this thing where Jewels was going to be the star now. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what it felt like at a time. You know, Rockefeller eventually did his thing, but um, I definitely didn't see Jimmy kind of being, like, the one, the one, you know what I mean? Like, in the second decade of the 2000s. 
picture myself up. <laughs> Hello, was I on mute? Yeah, we both was for a minute. Yeah, oh, okay. you was on. Then I went on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just listen, man. Uh, we've had a lot of shootings lately. Yeah. Uh, I just want to give my love, and uh, we just want to give our love and prayers and support to the family of Dante Wright. Um who was murdered in Minnesota. Uh happened to be a student of George Floyd's uh girlfriend. Yeah. Um there's another shooting, right? I want to say there was another shooting. There was. Um I don't know all the particulars around that one. Um and I'm and I'm you know I'm just still waiting for certain things that, uh you know certain communications I received to come in but uh yeah, it's, it's 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 certain things going on right now, man. This is a trial in and of itself. Yeah, we got we got the Derek Siobhan trial going on right now. Yeah. Um, in South Carolina, we just had this video drop with this dude from the army was a uh, bully. Well, I won't even say bullying, was just like really being super aggressive against a special needs kid, mm-hmm. black um black kid um, profiling, trying to get him, him and his wife trying to get him out of their neighborhood, like you. Very sickening video that um I saw this morning. Very triggering. Um, it is really fucked up, man. But uh, I don't want to give these people power, man. I just want to give my love and support to these families that are going through it right now, mm-hmm. and hope that justice is served. I know, like the cop and the uh, the chief tried to resign, but I don't know if uh the mayor accepted it. Just yeah, I know she was arrested, but I don't know if he's accepting her resignations because they can get, you know, they can get their uh, they're still they can still get their pension if they resign. Yeah. Um, but uh I don't want to give these people any more power. I just wanna give, you know, the families all our love and support and hope that, you know, justice is done from this. And uh let's talk like I we, you know, it's been a, a really good show. Let's just end it like talking about some hip hop, man. Um, I don't know if you know about this rapper named Cupcake, right? You know who Cupcake is. Absolutely. So she recently went on Twitter and was talking about how uh, she's like, you know, she opened a door for women in rap or whatever. Basically, she's saying like nobody can talk about, uh, I guess, sex or whatever. Um, And her, I guess she has a song called uh, Deep Throat. And she said, that influenced today's female rappers. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> like, what? Like, how, like, how do you do that? Um, I'm going to read these. These are the tweets. Mm-hmm. Deep Throat paved the way for you hoes to talk how y'all talk. Y'all hoes used to be so scared to even say y'all suck dick before Deep Throat came out. To this day, it's the blueprint and it's God creation to mankind now. Stop trying to play me like I ain't open doors for the girls. What have you contributed? Bitch, if it wasn't for none of these rappers, if that's what you want to call them, no, no one will be you comfortable talking about sucking dick on the mic or how to juggle balls in their mouth. Bitch, I took the heat and made it possible for you hoes. Uh, 
And yes, little Kim talked about sex, but she never done it to the level I took it to. She talked about sex and was reserved with it. I violated this shit to a whole nother degree and and out came little Kim mouth. She said it with her own tongue and I'm the nastiest with this shit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, my thing is, man, like, yo, Trina was around about fucking five or six best friends and taking and taking it up the, you know, choking on. Like, listen, she was on some some whole. You can't disrespect Trina like that. You can't disrespect uh, Kaya. You know, like. You can't say you paved the way for these female rappers, and we didn't know. You, I didn't even know you existed until today. Well, a couple of days ago. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand it. You don't, and you didn't invent talking about sex in female rap. You may be more raunchy than others, but you, you're not the. Mm-hmm. You didn't pave the way for anybody. Like, mm-hmm. that's a slap in the face. So you think she exaggerating rather than saying, like, for this new era? Because I do remember when that song was out, and I kind of do remember the climate of rap. I mean, we had Nicki, but, like, we didn't have, you know, the plethora of, you know, that mainstream, that is. They was out. They was here, but. I don't know. Was Cardi out? But, Cardi was out. But I think, that, I think that Cardi was dancing and on Love and Hip Hop. Like, this is before, like, gangster music and all, gangster, you know. I think oh, it was before, before that. Gangsta Bitch music? Yeah, that's, yeah that's I was just about to say, like, Cardi got a cover of her getting head from a dude on the cover. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? You're saying that was before that? I, I believe it was. I believe, I believe, so look up the year of, I, well, I can probably do it. I, Deep Throat, I remember her performing that like, a loser or something. It, 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 yeah, it's probably from, like, I'm going to check. But uh, I'll say this. It came out in 2000. Cupcake is. 2015, 2016. Okay. I could be wrong. I might be wrong. Correct. I mean, I, I, I forget when Cardi Gangsta first Bitch, comes Gangsta up. Bitch music came out on hmm. 2016. Okay. So this is like around the same time, right? We kind of had a climate in rap where things were developing amongst multiple artists. And this is the thing about hip hop and music and capitalism. Like a lot of times these very talented people be, be kind of thinking they're the only ones. Right. And you know, but I, I will back cake up I will back cupcake up on one thing. Cupcake can really rap. I think at the end of the day, Cupcake can rap better than a lot of the mainstream rappers that we see, right? The thing that's taking place here is that the industry is discriminatory against women of a certain body type and of a certain skin tone having extreme sexual liberties. And when you are that artist that is that fat black woman that has these extreme liberties, as a person that has put out a piece of art or pieces of art, and they only get picked up a certain type of way. And you notice the climate of the other art when you put out that art. You notice the climate of it. So she feels like that that was the most raunchy shit at that time. What then happens is other artists then come out and kind of do the same shit or they, you know, take it somewhere else and it's on a different person. I'll tell, I'll, you know, I'll give you an example. 
Big Sean made a certain swag of rapper and a certain flow of rapper very cool. He made it very cool. He made it very interesting. You know what I mean? You talking about the but, you talking about the super duper flow. All that. Every right. The hashtags, all of that shit. That later gets co-opted by not one, but two young money artists. Two young money artists, right? So we've seen this conversation before in other settings. I just think that it becomes a bit touchy when we start talking about the rap girls and the sexual lyrics and all of that because people start getting their feelings and we got fan- we got stands and we got all of, all of that. But that's what I will say. Cupcake can flow her ass off and as a, a fat black queer woman, people would rather hear people like Megan Cardi talk like that than her. So being the type of artist that she is, I can kind of see how she feels that slight. She feels that void. She got her fans, but it's a certain thing that you feel when it's like, you know, you was out here talking and talking a certain way. And then it gets talked about a certain way by like 20 more other artists. And there might be other artists around that time that were talking at the same as you. It probably only was like two or three of y'all. But then when it becomes like multitudes and then people are getting actual major record labels off of it. And I'm not sure if Cupcake has a major record label deal. I would probably feel some type of way. I don't know if I would say the exact same things the way Cupcake said them, because words give messages and stuff to people about, you know, opening doors and gates and all of that. It's kind of of like some of that is pioneer language, right? And Cupcake is definitely not a pioneer for women who rap. However, I do think that Cupcake, as an artist, when she dropped, it was a moment in which it provided a question to the industry, and then the question followed up with their answer. With the Megs, the Cardis, the uh, Malibu Mitches, and all of that good stuff. The the uh, 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 what's the one? What's the one? The one shorty from uh, uh, Alabama. I really shouldn't be forgetting her name. Um, Flo Millie. People like that, and 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 as talented as all these women are, there's a clear uh, agenda against certain women. You know what I mean? So, and I mean, people make the Lizzo argument, but it's not the, it's not really the same. You know, because Lizzo has a certain code switch. I think Cupcake, you know, right. talks to everybody the same. So it's, 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 some, it's some nuance here. I don't think she opened the door for, like, rap anything, but I do think she, Cupcake herself was a moment in the mid-2000s where people were finding out what type of rap they wanted to hear from women. And she provided a, a litmus test of some sort. And you know, you know, I, I it, it's some it's it's some here when it a wave or starting a new wave or whatever. But you know, but Cupcake, she doesn't. She an MC, right? She's gonna fill us up. So she's gonna say that. She she's gonna say that because that like she gotta use that for her energy. So I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? It's, it's boxing, it's sparring. But you know. I think that uh, it, it might be a little bit more nuanced than like her actually opening doors. So, so um, okay, I feel that. Yeah, if that makes sense. she probably was doing so. She was in her bag. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, we gotta talk about this before we get up out of here. Um, so yo, the Joe Budden pod, man. Like, yeah. It, <laughs> It's it's different now. Uh, I I haven't listened in weeks, um, but I know uh, 
Rory and Maul aren't on there. I know there's been like a little bit of an internal thing. I don't know, you know, we don't, nobody knows, you know, except, you know, them four, you know, plus Ian, you know, about what's going on and everything. But I know like they're going to count, well, him and Rory are going to, to therapy, he said on the show once. I, I heard the snippet. Um, I don't know if yeah, him and Maul are, are cool, but, uh, what do you think about that, man? Do you think like Maul and Rory are gonna leave? Is this the end of an era? Like, is this you know first the, the Fuji's break up? Now every time I wake up, like what's? It just might be. It just might be because if I'm understanding things correctly, like were they paid? What happened? Were they being paid? Yeah. Got you. It seems like there was some 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 type of failings or something around some money. Um, I don't know. That that's what it seemed like. That's where it starts from. For some reason, some business stuff. I'm not sure. And also, like Mark Rory, kind of. I was about to say. I was about to basically put together Rory and Maul's name. <laughs> um, Rory, basically, like telling Joe that he wanted to fight him or something like that. Also, as a result, but it wasn't really like. Stated on the show while he was saying that he was just like talking shit, but I heard it had something to do with the money business thing. But I, yeah, man, it's it's. I know Joe turned down a lot of like, I know, I think Apple gave offered thirteen million at one point, I think, or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. I know, like there were several bags, like when they were talking when they left Spotify, they were talking about how like they walked away from several bags. Yeah. Like I know, title through. I heard title through out of bag. I heard Apple through out of bag. I know Spotify kept throwing out bags, but you right. know ownership and ownership and you know what what he be talking. You know what Joe be talking about. You know, yeah. So I mean, I mean, maybe that's where you know that you know the turning down money part. Um, I, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Um, yeah, just been reading here and there. Um, right. Uh, I know there was there was something going on or whatever, and he told he told Rory to to take a couple shows off, and I think I know Maul said he had a problem with that. Like, how you gonna tell that man to you know take you know something like that degree or whatever, you know mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I just hope, man. You know, I hope they get it together because, like, more than anything, they're like. You can see the feel the friendship, you know. I don't want them, you know, to not be friends anymore, you know. And I hate for something like this will be the end of a friendship, you know. So I hope they, you know, they get this together, you know. Um, you know, it's just I feel like a lot has happened, you know. They're not mm-hmm. just, you know, the two a week that we used to get, you know. They're yeah. doing, they got, they were Patreon now. Like it's a lot of stuff now, you know. Yeah. The, yeah. The other shows, right? It's a lot now. Yeah, you know, it's more than just being in you know Park's basement. You know, yeah, you know now or Park's living room. You know, this is right. this is a business now. You know, so right. I hope they get this together, man. You know, because you know Joe is like the the, the pod father, man. You know, listen, mm-hmm. I already know. Listen, Combat Jack, yes, that. He's up there. That's upper echelon jersey in the air, rafter. That's uh, you know the logo. 
combat to this podcast and shit, Combat Jack is like the logo. He's our Jerry West. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not far off in saying that. I'm not. Oh, n- not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But in podcasting, Joe kind of is like our Michael Jordan. You know, our, you know, our, the power father. You know, he is. In, in, in some respects. He took it to another level. Mm-hmm. He took it to another level. But this is what people were kind of saying. And, I, you know, I, I have, you know, I, I don't have no dog in this fight necessarily, but uh, just different YouTubers and things like that, people being very critical of Joe's business acumen, basically saying that, you know, these things take place because he's not the greatest businessman. And uh, you can make that story about any rapper. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you know. But um, I just think that sometimes it's like, it's, 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 it's reactionary to. You know, you know, say that this person, you know, and I mean, at, at this point in time, like it is, their business is, is JBP, you know what I mean? You know, it's Joe Button TV. So I don't know. I just think that, uh, you know, whatever the case is, man, that like everybody can definitely reach a professional space or um, re- reach a-, a brand, their own brand in which they feel comfortable. Um, cause that's just something for creators, you know what I mean? You want them to be comfortable. Um, and so, you know, like I, like I know that one situation with um, Olivia Dope, you know? Yeah. Um, she had some issues about his appearance on their show. Yeah, he, um, I think he called, he called him a bitch. Yeah, and, he, and his argument was like, you know, he was saying it like he was like the gay homie or like, you know. But unless you are the gay homie and you're presenting yourself like the gay homie, it can sound like something else. But yeah. yeah. Besides that, yeah, I, yeah, it's... it's, it's um, it's definitely been some 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 you know some critical uh, stuff out there about Joe's uh, how well he does his business and you know he basically you know some people kind of saying like he they thought that his uh not not that he had platitude because you you never want to feel like that but like you know your production uh, team your production company is at a place in which like it really can't be stopped like all of those things people was kind of saying like you know kind of giving too much stock into the shit and not really. So I mean I don't know, man. I, I just hope that sooner or later, um, that all the, you know everybody you know everybody feel comfortable. Hopefully, be back in the space that we're used to on being in. Hopefully, um, but yeah, you know we'll see. But he's definitely the guy uh, when it comes to podcasting. You know what I mean? He's the he's the one that everybody you know we you know like like you said he the MJ of this shit. And we were seeing the lines for the live shows. Right, we were seeing those live shows sell out really quickly. I was online. in the lines. I was right. in the lines. You was there. You know what I mean? So you know. You know what I mean? So it's 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 it's, it's some validity there as well. Um yeah, not as, like, but it's validity there. But about the business stuff, you probably maybe still to be seen by the public. Um I don't know if Rory or Olivia or anybody like that are gonna give any interviews and be you know, spilling tea and all of this stuff. I doubt it. Like you said, they're gonna be going to therapy and stuff, but in the case of Rory, you know, but um, yeah, man, it, it was, I, it for me, it was very unexpected news when I, you know, when, when these stories were first coming out. I'm here, my bad. 
But um, yeah, man. It, it, listen, you know, I listen. It's, it's, it's people over here too, so I feel. You. But um, <laughs> it's 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 just an interesting time, man, for uh, everybody figuring this stuff out as far as like creation goes and you know music and podcasts. You know, there's new money out here every day. You know, for somebody. You know, there's a lot of people out that that. Uh, but it's the you know it's a lot of money that's all. Um, it's funny because for a minute I thought that they was gonna resign that deal with Spotify. You know what I mean? I thought that that I was. Thought so I thought that Spotify. I thought so too, man. Um, yeah, I thought they was about to get. I thought they was gonna get the Joe Rogan joint, the Bill Simmons joint. Apparently not. I they really feel like. Jo- you know what? Simmons and that could be mm-hmm. one thing as well. You know, a lot of people were saying that, like, Yo, Joe thought he was gonna get like that kind of Joe Rogan deal that you yeah. know Bill Simmons. And right. he kind of like, I guess he overvalued the market or himself. Yeah, that's what, mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people are saying that overvalue, that point about overvalue shit, yeah. So. Well, but no, so, I'm, yo, the numbers was coming in, man. So yeah, could Joe, like, could he have, like, Latrell Spreet, <laughs> how about <laughs> black kids with 13 million priced himself out? <sighs> Ah, uh, maybe, but you know, he wasn't. You know, I yeah, Joe Joe going for the juggler, man, the juggler, excuse me. And um, I don't know, maybe I don't know. I don't know what his plans are. I, you know what I mean? Like, I just know he wasn't feeling that shit from Spotify. It just it seemed like there was something in him. Like, yeah, I'm I'm really about to go get some shit shit now because like y'all y'all playing with me, so. I'm really about to go out here and get this crazy bag. But, you know, yet, yet, to be seen. To be seen, man. That Latrell shit is hilarious. <laughs> Yo. I just, uh, yeah. I wish all those guys the best, man. I definitely enjoy their, uh, their show. Yeah, man. Um, My thing right now, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I just want them to get it together, man, and I hope they do. You know, I really enjoy what they yeah. what they bring to the table. You know, you know, without them, you know, there isn't a lot of people. You know, I I definitely say that I've been influenced. You know, they definitely inspired me. So, yeah. um, definitely, man. Um, I hope they get it together. So, uh, let's get into this. Uh, this need to know, man. Uh, you have a need to know? Yes, I do. He said, yes, I do. I'm very excited for this one. My need to know for this week of Patrol 28 is Sherman's Showcase. Sherman's Showcase is a comedy variety show that is on IFC, and you can also catch it right now on Hulu. Created by Dalio Riddle, Basir Salahuddin. I hope some of our audience are familiar with these black men. They had a show on, I believe, Comedy Central called Southside that was recently on. Uh, Basir uh, Salahuddin is a very funny comedian who's been featured in Glow of Junk Chain's husband. He's also been on the Jimmy Fallon show back in the day when uh, it was the late night show. And he used to do the Hubble Got You segment. Really, really, really good comedy. Really good black comedy. Um, And I think that, you know... If, if men out there enjoy black lane sketching, um, definitely get into Southside. Definitely get into a Sherman Showcase because 
it can kind of be, you know, I don't like to gender things too much, but it could kind of be that for, you know, the young black man that likes that type of comedy. I enjoy Black Lady Sky Show as well. But right now, like those two uh, houses of uh, black writership are kind of doing the same type of work, I feel. But long story short, Sherman Showcase is basically what you would call like a spoof, I guess, of like the old school uh, solid gold or soul train television shows um, that, that, that would feature dancers and performers. But this show in and of itself is like a blast from the past, like in retrospect. And it has like a little sci-fi element to it as well. It's very funny. All of the skits is like they hit home as a black person. Um, and this is real dope stuff. They had been renewed for a second season, but I believe because of COVID, they had to stop production. But there is a season one on Hulu. And to start season two, there is a Black History special episode. Um, and this is real cool, like, biography they kind of do around the guy Sherman as if he's, like, you know, a Don Cornelius type, but with a mysterious background. Um, really funny comedy, black comedy, black sci-fi, black writing. It's all there. Sherman Showcase Season 2 has been renewed. And definitely check out the Black History Special after you complete Season 1 on Hulu. Yo, um, I really fuck with the Sherman Showcase. Um, yeah, man. I remember... Uh, one of my favorite sketches is the uh, the dropping low for Jesus because I've always oh. thought about hearing like a gospel song in a club, and I just think that that <laughs> dropping low for Jesus sketch was hilarious. Um, actually, Freddie Gibbs put me on that, put me on Sherman on Sherman um, on Sherman Showcase because he, you know, everybody knows Freddie Gibbs from his IG stories. That's really how like like for yeah. years for years, like for like the the last three, four years, Freddie Gibbs IG story is like one of the best things out. Yeah. Like, you know, people got boosie, we had Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's real shit. You know, so um it was definitely uh that's how I got hit to Sherman Showcase. But um, yeah, I heard uh, John Legend's like a producer on there, and he's on the show. Um, mm-hmm. um, I've seen a couple episodes, like two, maybe two episodes, and I loved it. Um, definitely check that out, man. Yeah, my man. need to know for this week, for this episode, is uh, is actually an album by uh Trevor Jackson. Uh, if y'all don't know who Trevor Jackson is, Trevor Jackson is um on Grownish. Uh, he is also um. He plays Superfly. He he's in the Superfly remake that nobody liked. Well, it was actually a pretty fucking good movie. And I don't care. I'll go to war with anybody about that shit. Superfly was a good fucking movie. It wasn't bad. It wasn't. People 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 do shit on things too much these days. It's just it's, it's okay. It wasn't a bad remake. It wasn't a bad it wasn't. remake. And half these people ain't even really don't even really know. Man, look. Winning the live when Superfly came out. Like, come on, man. They had Isa Morales. They had Michael K. Will, you know. Yeah. Ray Williams. I mean, Jason Mitchell. I know everybody. Oh, Jason Mitchell. I, I know he. They still about what happened with him on the shot and everything. That's why he like lost all them gigs. You know. But did we ever get an update on that? Did, was that ever like he did it? They let him go. I, that's all I know. I don't know, you know. I think he did, but I don't think he he, he ain't coming back. But I, I I think he did. I think it was like based on a story I heard. Like 
they were saying it could be confirmed that he most likely did, but you know. Oh, Lord, man. I throw babies on food. Yeah, man. And that's kind of good. I like Jason Mitchell as an actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. But um but definitely him. um I'm gonna get y'all a name to this uh it's not even an album, it's a song called <laughs> um called Get to mm. You by J um by Trevor Jackson. It's called Get mm. to You. Oh, you heard it? No, no, I haven't. No, I'm just listening. I'm just listening. I haven't heard it though. Um, man, it's, it's for the fellas, man. It's for, you, you know, when you ain't with a girl no more and you start doing shit, you know, you start doing shit like, uh, um, excuse me. I'm sorry. I lost train of thought. Uh, You start, you start doing shit like, um, you know, certain Instagram posts, you know, you go on your story, you might be at the club, you know. You ain't even with the girls over there, but you just, you know, you kind of like get yourself like, in, you know, make it seem like you with a whole bunch of girls and everything. Just making it seem like, you know, shit that you know would agitate your ex-partner. And he's just like, yo, I'm just doing this shit to get to you because I'm hurt. Like, and right now that song is my shit and how I kind of feel. So, yeah. And I'm gonna definitely check that out too. But it's 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 a great song, man. Shout out to Trevor Jackson. Um, shout out, you know, I really did like. I've heard songs with him um before, like he, he's done songs with Jacob Lattimore. Um, yeah. And I mean, he does a a plethora of other things. Like I've looked at his his YouTube since you know doing my research on this guy. Like he directs his own videos. Like he, yo, he's a Way more albums before this, like yo, he's done a lot, man. Um, so definitely check out Trevor Jackson. Get to you, that's my need to know. But you know what? I got a special need to know, and our special mm-hmm. need to know is for this person. Her name is Faye Jackson. Mm-hmm. Faye Jackson, you know, she is a wrestler, and like, listen, man, I've never got a chance to meet her. Never had a chance to talk to her. But everybody always has the same reaction. Like, she is that auntie, that mother figure, that sister figure, that somebody who was there, somebody um, who you can depend on. And um, she most recently got she got injured, and uh, so she couldn't participate in WrestleMania weekend. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Most importantly, she's a black woman. Just want to say that. Um, but yeah, she most recently she injured herself. I think it was she injured her elbow or her shoulder, so she couldn't wrestle against Alley Cat this weekend. Um, last weekend at WrestleMania, um, and that was kind of gonna be like her farewell farewell match because she is retiring. She's stepping away from the game, and uh, I just feel like Faye Jackson was just one of those ones, man. Like, you know, she was so much of the culture. Like her gear was. A trial call quest inspired. Um, you know, she she did a lot, you know. And she yeah. was definitely somebody who I wanted to see, you know, in professional wrestling. Somebody who I could see on an AEW Dynamite or on an AEW Dark. We I mean we have to see her in the crowd at AEW at AEW shows. 
you know, with the with the talent there during the pandemic. Um, but I definitely wanted to see her in, in an NXT environment or AEW environment. I definitely thought she could, you know, not even thought. I knew I would eventually see her there. But um, right, yeah. But she's stepping away from the game. She's retiring, and uh, I just feel like if you got a chance to YouTube anything, please YouTube Faye Jackson and watch her matches. Um, Faye Jackson never got a chance to meet you. Never got a chance to to, to talk to you. I saw Faye Jackson once, and that was at Wally Mania. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She was chilling with uh I think she was chilling with Lovely. She was chilling with Lovely and mm-hmm. uh Big Swole mm-hmm. in the in the VIP section. Cause I snuck in the VIP section and I just seen her there like chilling in their little corner and everybody yeah. was just, you know, chilling. You yeah. know, and being, you know, VIP. They VIP. You know, mm-hmm. you can definitely tell like <laughs> who's VIP, who's not VIP, like Right, so like you, you see like Cedric and Lil and Big Swole, and you see Lovely, and you see uh, Faye Jackson, you see uh, J- Josiah. Josiah's there wrestling flow. He's there with his wife. Well, they're all yeah. VIP. Like you can look, they're VIP, and you see like me right. and Trina, like standing like in VIP. Like we clearly stuck in VIP, and we're just like there. Like oh, we in this bitch. Right, we were not VIP. You can definitely tell who was VIP and who was not VIP. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It was just so it was just so funny, man. Yeah. Because like I know um That's a memory, man. Because like, Lovely used to say, like, oh, we never met. I was like, oh, we kinda met you. Like you walked past me a couple times at Wally Mania. She was like, What? Right. Oh man. But yeah, shout out to Faye Jackson. That was our special thanks to know. Um, thank you, Faye, for everything you've done. Um, she even sponsored the uh, the uh, the Great Sweatpants Battle Royal, which the proceeds Mm -hmm. went to um, Project. I'm saying Project Plan Parenthood, correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, so thank you, Faye, for being a mentor, a great person, just for being you. Thank you so much. Um, like I said, never had a chance to meet you, but always heard great things, always heard dope, dope things about you. And um, I wish I could have had a chance to see you work in action. And uh, just thank you, thank you for being you, thank you for the memories that I do have of you of, of me watching your matches on TV. Um, so yeah, that's the show, uh, Patrol 28. Um, yes, sir. Y'all, y'all might get Patrol 29 whenever. <laughs> yeah. No nah, man, no. Nah, just uh, straight, man. I'm bet. I'm ready. No nah, man. We better. just we want to thank y'all for rocking with us so much, man. Thank y'all for mm-hmm. rocking with us. You know, um, like me and Lorenzo always says, you know, say about our show, man. The real know know what's know what's up, man. The real know what's up, you know. So, um, we definitely thank y'all for rocking with us this far. The, those who are still rocking with us, you know, we still here. We thank you. You know, we're gonna keep it going. We got stuff, you know, we we gonna keep it going, man. We got it. We here. You know, we never left y'all. We never left y'all at all. But we still here, man. Um I promise y'all we're gonna get the hoodies dropped too. So just stay tuned. But yeah, man. 
after every show, man, I just gotta say thank y'all for rocking with us, man. And Lorenzo, brother, I love you so much, man. Uh, shout out to the umbrella, you know. Shout out to everybody, man. Um, who fucks with us? Um, yeah, that's me. Love you, bro. Shout out to the umbrella. What's good, family? You keeping it pushing? Yeah, All man. All is love. Is love. Love is love, keeping it pushing. Um, so like we always do at this time, man, you know, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. That is Christine Kane. Um not left to say, but good night, good luck, inshallah, peace and love, and one yourself. And we out. Gang, gang.